Welcome back to Book Analysis for Dummies. We are your hosts, Leela and Rachel. And we're missing Riley. <laughs> we're down a host today. That's fine. That's fine. Riley, what have you done this to us? Anyway, today's podcast is about Hamlet. Hamlet. Um, our, just a quick podca- podcast outline is... Uh, segment one and two being uh, scene analysis, character analysis, and the themes that we found, that we personally interpreted, interpreted, geez, in uh, Hamlet. Of course, the song of the yeah. episode. I by like, it's a Nirvana song, and that makes me very happy. So you're going to see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Are, are you going by DJ Rachel now? Yeah. DJ Rachel has the song of the episode, Sappy by Nirvana, and how that relates to our character. Yes. You'll see. You'll see. It's a little surprise. And then segment three, of course, is the two AP, uh, AP English questions, literature yeah. questions that... So we'll dive into that. Yeah. We'll, we'll take part for Riley. Anyway. Let's start off with segment one. Yay. All right. Overall, Hamlet is just... Very complicated. Quite a character, yeah. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Okay, so we're going to start off with scene analysis, I'm guessing. Or character analysis? Yeah. Character or scene? Character. Yeah, okay. So, okay. Do you want to talk about Ophelia or Hamlet? Hamlet. Oh, All right. Yeah, so sure. overall, we see Hamlet just go through this existential crisis. Existential. I can never pronounce. Existential. Existential crisis of life and death. We see it just develop from the first soliloquy to the end. We just see him. His mood just shifts. He goes from suicidal to frustrated to motivated, and then to just truly inspired at the end. Oh, he just has this moment of epiphany. Yeah. <laughs> and then the whole Wormfish King thing, like that. I don't know what it was, but our last class discussion, I had to talk to my boyfriend about this. I was like, dude, <laughs> the worm, yeah. the fish, and the king. And he didn't understand it. I talked to my friend, too, about it. And I was like, guys, this we're all the same in death. But, like, you see this, like, hierarchy in life. But, like, eventually, we're all the same. It's kind of like the Lion King. You know, yeah. Life. And then the whole, we don't know, like, if we exist we don't know that, and him like gets this anxiety because he needs that to That discussion. Add, oh my god! Um, like it's stuck with me, and it's just oh. Yay! <laughs> so I don't know, Hamlet. He just he knew that he needed to kill Claudius, but he always just lacked the action. Like he had the purpose, but he couldn't do it until he found the inspiration from the Polish soldiers. Which I was like, why? <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing. Which is like okay, but it's like okay. They're fighting over this plot of land, and rather for, like, the, uh, what, Nor- the Poles and the, the Norwegians, is that it? Yeah, the Poles and the Norwegians fighting over this tiny, uh, uh, literally in text it says eggshell, so it's, eggshell. it's so fragile, like, nothing worth, it, it's literally worth nothing, but they're fighting over, for honor, to right. honor their country rather than wealth, mm-hmm. and it just brought this like excitement and like just developed Hamlet so much and it's just like wait I I have to devote my life to this I promise this I promise my father like I'm going to devote myself into getting this revenge on Claudius 
kill him. Yes, and then we see, I found a paradox. It says, witness this army of such mass in charge, led by a delicate and tender prince. So that just shows, like, they were describing an army with such mass in charge, just saying how powerful this army was, and it was just led by a delicate and tender prince. And I think that just goes to show, like, another shot that Hamlet takes at Claudius, being like, oh, you have all these people ruling over you, and you created a false crown, but you can't lead the people, because literally, you just, you stole King Hamlet's crown, and now we have a fake leader on our hands. And uh, I'm trying to figure out what his name was again. Something in F. Who? Uh, the, uh, Fort... Fortinbras? Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. He, he's also, he's also, like, in, Hamlet and Fortinbras are in, like, the same shoes. They're both princes who lost their fathers. They're young. But, like, just when Hamlet met him on, when, like, he was going... Bye-bye. Bye-bye? From Denmark. He was leaving Denmark to Norway, I think. Yeah, yeah, What? You know... To Poland. Poland. Wait. <laughs> no. They're we trying to get Poland. England. Poland is the soil land. Anyway. No, just 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 Hamlet has so much inspiration from this man. Right. He's like <laughs> oh like he's oh he's like wow. Like why oh my god. Yo Hi we got her back. Guys. Oh, well, we started recording. Anyway, Riley, are you prepared to record this podcast? I'll try my best. Right. Yes, yeah, just try your best. Don't right worry. now, we're talking about Hamlet. <laughs> like the actual As... person. Oh, the character analysis of Hamlet. Anyway, welcome to the podcast. Anyway. Basically, we left off about talking about how we were, like, how, we were just confused on how we found, like, inspiration from the pole of the, the, the land. Fort, Fort Yeah. Yeah, and the land, the useless piece of land. Yeah, that there were that more is dead culture. bodies that <laughs> wouldn't even fit on the land. Yeah. So that's where we left off, and honestly, if we don't have, after the inspiration of just the development of Hamlet... And like the, I don't know. I feel like we we'll put Hamlet down. Yeah. I think we're just gonna move on to Ophelia. Ooh. I don't know. My, I don't know. Ophelia was like the only female character, basically. Yeah. Other than basically, Gertrude. Yeah. Gertrude is just there and gone. Right. So overall, I feel like Ophelia just felt like she was like a pawn. Yeah, she was controlled. Yeah. She's controlled, trapped. Like all the men in her life. We're just, do this, don't do this, don't talk to Hamlet, talk to, go talk to Hamlet. I want yeah. you to, like, Polonius, ooh, our favorite, our favorite interpretation by Mr. Bunlow oh my God. is Polonius and Ophelia's secret relationship that might not be even, it might be greater than father and daughter relationship. Yes, that is Mr. Bunlow's theory. <laughs> At the same time, all the books we've read this semester is all incest, so... Literally! Who, like, who, who's to know? It might it might be true, and it might be wrong, well, but... I think it is true. Look what? He's just like, oh, you can't love Hamlet. No. You only love Hamlet if I tell you to. Right, for his own benefit. Yeah. Should we talk about how, like, literally the theories we made about how she went mad? 
I kind of liked it. You can, you can go first with your psychology. No, I was just saying how she got PTSD. Like, she went insane. Yeah. She went insane. I don't know. I liked yours better. Yours I don't know. Let me think. Um, I don't know. Because it was basically, like, I think that she saw how Hamlet... So, because he was sought out to be murdered, so she, basically because her father was killed by her boyfriend, in in a sense, she was left to just deal with herself, so no one was controlling her anymore, and I feel like that was just too much for her mind to handle. So, she saw, because she saw Hamlet being threatened to die, she was like, oh, maybe I should go mad instead and see what happens, maybe that'll kill me, so I don't think commit suicide because they saw suicide as a not going I think it's a lot more depth than that though because Ophelia we know from the start that she has mad feelings for Hamlet and he never seems to return them back he's just kind of really abusive and destructive with her for her in her life so it's basically just her life um, Polonius was her father, but she felt as if she was, I don't know, trapped within this little box of, because she couldn't speak her mind and she was more, she's a very, um, just conserved within herself and she can't bring herself to speak out against him so it's just kind of like Ophelia does not never gets to really show her true self it's kind of like when she when she becomes mad it's more like she has this inner self she's finally free she says it in one of her songs I know she says in one of her songs she says that she's finally free to speak her mind and it's just kind of like a release for her because she no longer has these societal um, expectations on her or anything that has to make her seem like this certain person. She can be whoever she really wanted to be because her madness brought her to becoming a different person. Yep, not gonna lie, I think it was the perfect time for me to play the song. This goes along with what we're talking oh, about. Oh, yeah, so we're just gonna include the song now. Alright, here we go. Are you ready, Ray? Alright, so the song continues to say he'll give you breathing holes and you'll think you're happy. He'll cover you with grass and you'll think you're happy. And I just think that this just really shows the relationship between Polonius and Ophelia because like he controlled her life. He wanted to console back to possible incest that we talked about. And so I think that it just because he says, and if you save yourself, you will make him happy. It's not she was singing. I have it written down. Tomorrow is St. Valentine's Day, all in the morning bedtime, and I am made at your window to be your Valentine. Then up he rose and donned his clothes and dumped the chamber door, let in the maid that our maps never departed more. And I know we talked about saying how we didn't know who locked her in the chamber door that they were talking about, but we said it was Polonius. And we think that the donning of the clothes. Polonius. 
But we, I hope it's Hamlet and not Thelonious. Yeah, but I don't know. Because it's like she walked in a maid, and that just shows the innocence that we're talking about. She walked out. She didn't walk out. She was still a maid, but she never walked out. So that just goes to show how much she controlled her life, that he saw that she was with Hamlet, and he just left her there. Yep. Wow. Yep, and that honestly can transition us to the death scene, and we just talked about our theories. Well, we can start transitioning into scene analysis. So, hmm. I don't know. I know one scene in particular that's very like stand like stood out to me. Was the play within play? Yes. Uh, the story of Gonzago, the Duke of Vienna, and his wife, Baptista. Um, I don't know. I, I was, when we were watching it, and like, re- I had to reread, re watch, because I was like, why is Hamlet like interrupting this play? He was like, first of all, he was like, what, what's the word? Uh, first of all, he was. At one point, like, just faking his insanity just to make, like, Claudius not as, like, suspicious of Hamlet's actions. And, but, like, this play, it's, yeah, so. Claudius didn't suspect him, and Hamlet was interrupting him so many times just to, like, break the scene apart. And this, like, scene. Claudius in the spotlight and be like, yeah. I made this play purposely. Like yeah, I told so you, he that, knows. That he yeah, knows that he knows it's up. Yeah, literally, Claudius there is just like, oh, mm. yeah. Like he's just looking around. He's making sure nobody is like suspecting him because the play literally is like kind of shocked. Audience, like yeah. Only Hamlet knows kind of the truth. Like he yeah. knows the truth, and so he's trying to tell everybody without. Really telling them because well, yeah, think he does that a lot. I've noticed, yeah. yeah. Instead of like going up to somebody, like, oh, yeah, Claudius, the king, his brother, nobody's gonna believe you. I'm not gonna lie, you're this crazy psycho kid. It's just like my father died, and now my mother is married to my uncle. Ooh, you know what I mean? <laughs> I heard my name back. Um, that reminds me of like the fishmonger thing because he uses like the comparisons in the like imagery to just like depict like the shots, like taking shots of them. And he like interjects through the play to just be like, yeah, I know what's up. They don't know mm-hmm. what's up, but I'm telling them directly I know what's up, you know? So you better stand down. <laughs> uh, I don't know. That, that... Just like, it was just like, like whoa. whoa. Yeah. And then Hamlet's death scene. Spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Hoping everybody who's listening to this. No, every single death scene I've seen from the, like, watching it, they're so, like, elongated. And they're like, oh my god, I died. They, like, literally say, like, I've like, been struck. Yeah, it's like, Shakespeare for you. <laughs> I've been slain. He's, like, yeah. stabbed once. <laughs> <laughs> And then Ophelia, okay, Ophelia, like, she drowned, so. But Ophelia's was kind of short, but also held on the script, like, it was, if you, if 
we watched the 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 play, and it held on to like Ophelia's face for a bit. Like it was holding on to that extraordinarily grand like funeral. He's like yeah. all the soldiers, everybody's just there, and like I I don't know. It was like that was first of all that was like the best death scene kind of. It was also horrible because you just got a little prick of poison and but he was like taken out like Jesus. Right. Like it was honorable. It was honorable. Yeah. So good. So good. Jesus. Leela, I think you're missing the point here. here. It's poison. Yeah. It's gonna kill poison. someone. No, I know. No, 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 no. I know. But what I'm saying is like. Obviously, Poison's gonna kill him, but I'm saying, like, just a that. You death scenes. Literally, you were complaining about Polonius' death scene a minute ago. I know. No, I hated that death scene so much because (laughs) last words or something or cuss out Hamlet. Oh, I've been slain. Dead. I'm like, what is this? (laughs) Do you want him to cry out in pain? Is that what you want? No, I want him to scream at Hamlet. I want to him to have a line to him and be like you killed the wrong you. person okay well first of all he was stabbed from the back behind so of course he didn't yeah, know who stabbed him stab. usually when you're stabbed one, maybe in the brain or in the heart like that's yeah. where you would die like in- but you stabbed him like what the back the back yeah I've been slain he was stabbed in the back <laughs> Backstab. <laughs> yeah. Oh. That was everything that brought up with him. Oh. Mm. That's that's what you get for being in a relationship with, with your daughter. With him, sneaky lane. Uh, <laughs> sneaky. Dude, Riley, you should have been there. I'm so sad. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, one of the themes, actually, three of the themes, which all led into each other was corruption which led to the revenge which led or no corruption led to trauma led to revenge right yeah and it's like the corruption is could be like claudius and how his greed grown to corruption and let the revenge for like hamlet's part and like i don't know claudius killed his own brother in denmark so that that's the second part of this madness. He's guilty. Yeah. Literally. He's guilty. And he's just like, oh my god, I'm the king. My wife is Gertrude. Mm. <laughs> what? You know, they didn't, mean, let, they didn't let Hamlet really like, what's the word? Like, get over his father. Like, oh, why are you not happy right now? Like, come on. It's like, oh my god, your mother is the queen. Your uncle's the, like the king. You should be happy. Like, your dad died. Oh, so did mine. Like, oh, yeah. Like I mean, well, then kind, the kind of shows, like, the expectations of being royalty that you're supposed to, like, not show anything from within. You're supposed to act like this immoral but being. Him. Little him. He just needs to let his heart out. <laughs> it, yeah, it was because... That. No, it was because of all the uh, awful things that happened to him when he was young. And then he was corrupt. He was corrupted by all of this awful things. And then he was just like, um, 
why don't I like kill this person? No, actually, no. The apparition came before that. Which yeah, also, yeah, yeah, I yeah. think, oh. I think Hamlet has schizophrenia. That's just my theory, though. <laughs> PTSD. I think PTSD. You can think schizophrenia. Is being led into like yeah, his childhood trauma is like leading into like all this. I think it like pent up, like all you know, like this whole time. Emotions. I feel like it just pent up. It was building. Yeah, you're saying that royalty family. has to keep their like emotions yeah. down. This like it's been held off for so long that now he can just like ah die. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's the pent up of the emotions. That I don't know if there was therapy back then, but he probably definitely probably therapy. not. <laughs> he definitely needs therapy. Yeah. He, he definitely needs therapy. Well, and, and maybe if he got it. therapy, he wouldn't end up murdering his uncle. But you know, it's it's fine. He deserves what it's okay. Yeah, I feel like everyone in this play there's no one you root for in this play, honestly. No, literally. But it's fine, because it's entertaining, so you just go with it. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Okay. Do you guys do you guys have anything else to add, or do you guys want to move? Okay. Right. Who segment? Do the first one or the second one? First one. So first one. All right. Okay. We chose of the two questions. Uh, one of them is choose a novel or a play that depicts a conflict between a parent or a parental. Right. Right. All right. We're not writing essay. Yeah, we're gonna podcast this. We're gonna record our responses. And explain how the conflict contributes. Avoid plot summary. Oh, so of okay. course we had to choose Polonius and Ophelia. Uh, it was just <laughs> we had to. <laughs> this goes back to the incest thing again. Yeah, it's just, I don't know because Polonius. He okay. First of all, he just wanted nothing. He wanted Ophelia to have nothing to do with Hamlet. But the second he discovered that his daughter was having relations with Hamlet, he was like, oh, I can get buddy-buddy with Claudius. So, Ophelia, you want to start talking to Hamlet again? Everything was about him and not his daughter. Yeah. Ophelia was not... Royalty. Yeah. She wasn't allowed to have her own, like, life. <laughs> yeah, she, her, her life is, like... Um, what's the word? Like, like, you know, like, in video games, you have, like, options. It's like, oh, you can choose this path, this path. This. Polonius is playing with her, like, that, that's all it is. Playing Mario Bros. Yeah, like a puppeteer? <laughs> is that what you're trying to say? A puppeteer? Yeah, yeah that's what I'm trying Yeah. <laughs> a puppeteer. That's, that's the correct, that's the word I was looking for. But it's, like, this father and son relationship that is so overbearing and ultimately, like, whether it's social, emotional, or marital, like, she had, no, she also doesn't have a mom, or, like, yeah. at least her mom never, I don't think she has no a mom. Mother, no. no, we no. never hear about Ophelia's mom. Yeah, but, like, without this mother, she, she's, like, her father, her, like, this is her father, like, usually in, in families, you're listening to a parent, and so, yeah. you're of age to make your own decisions. Yeah. Like she, she's just controlled all her life, and so because she's been controlled all her life, she doesn't know any better. Just, yeah. yeah, like if it's not Polonius, it's Laertes. Right. I feel like that's why she went mad too. Like, it's like, why do with myself? Yeah, and because now she's by herself, she doesn't. Yeah. She's just like. 
She's by herself, so now she can be who she is, but yeah. she just doesn't know who she is. Yeah. Which... But she's like, she's free. She's happy. Like, when, when she, even though she, she was in... She was happy. She was finally, right, like, yeah. free. I don't know. Like, between the two, is just like... Oh. It's annoying. Like, it's aggravated. Anyway. We should probably explain why we think Ophelia is in this relationship with Polonius, because we didn't really explain it. No, she doesn't have any other option. Yeah. Really, I want to see your opinion. Wait, what's your side? What do you think about this relationship? I want to, I want to hear this. Um... I don't know. I mean, she doesn't really have any other option, but it also says, like, Ophelia and Polonius. I, I don't know. I I didn't see it at first. I mean, I can understand the overbearingness, but I don't I don't see the incest part of this. I mean, it's uh, it's not there. But then when it came to the roof flower, there was more that was like there when Ophelia is in her maddened state of mind. Uh, she starts saying, um, "Here's a quote: There's fennel for you in Col." In Columbines, there's rue for you, and here's some for me. When she says, here's rue for you, and here's some for me, I guess I caught on to more of it, because the rue flowers resembled incest and, um, um, God, what's the, or abortion, incest and abortion, and when she said, here's some for you, and here's some for me, it was very obviously... Not obviously, but it it was caught on that she was in some kind of relationship. And we can also see here that she might have actually been pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I don't think Hamlet ever knew. What didn't this <coughs> sorry yeah, that is or be like uh what's not the word disowned, but like alone? Or it's mm-hmm. like you die. Is that yeah, I think that's I think that's the idea of what I'm thinking of. So when you're pregnant, it's not accepted. Like have this child, right. have an abortion, or die, or die. And she <laughs> she died. She drowned. So that yeah, that could have been an out. Or what if what if she okay? What if the first baby was either from Polonius or Hamlet? She got pregnant again. She couldn't take it because she knew it would probably kill her. I don't think she ever got an abortion. I think maybe it's possible that she died with her baby when she drowned. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) But, no, we have the same idea. But that's... Uh, Rachel, yours is like that could happen, but that's very like vague. yeah, I know. You know it's more of like oh maybe like I said, there's different options. Yeah. The roommate not work for her, so she just thought like oh she couldn't handle it. She took took her own life. The whole team her life, life, but also it she being in the holy grave, which 
I didn't understand, kind of, but I, I guess. Anyway, does anybody else have anything to add to this question? And if not, we're just gonna, we're gonna move back into, or we're gonna move down to. So I, I don't think I want to talk about him. That's not. No. It's very vague. So we can start into. Riley, you don't have anything else to, for question one, right? Oh no, I'm good. All right. Then question two. Um, in literary works, cruelty is often the crucial motivation of wait. Oh, okay, sorry. Or a major social or political factor. Select a novel play, or in this case, a play. We're going to choose Hamlet. Uh, to, to the theme, right? Or, wait, yeah, I have a quote. Recorded. Hang on, I'm sorry. What? <laughs> I have a quote from uh, the first For question one. one. Yeah. Oh, let to show like the to- toxicity of Ophelia and Polonius's relationship, because she's talking about Hamlet, and it's like he hath my lord of late made many tenders of his affection to me, and Polonius is like affection. Puh! You speak like a green girl, unsifted in such perilous circumstance. Do you believe his tenders, as you call them? He's basically saying, "Uh, you are absolutely insane." He's what's the word? Gaslighting her? He's gaslighting yeah. her. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that, that was when she would talk to her dad and her brother, and her brother would be like, be careful, but then. Like, you think that he would love you? That's funny. You little bitch. Like, Polonius. Polonius. Right. <laughs> yeah, Larry Tays and Polonius are very different in spectrum to talking to Ophelia because Polonius is like you are mine and I'm controlling you while Laertes is just like a really kind caring brother he's just like protective but in a nice not overbearing way (laughs) yeah I'm sorry go ahead I was gonna say Polonius is like Laertes views her as a sister, but Polonius views, like, Ophelia as, like, his pet, basically. Like, he has ownership yeah. over this. Like, if you have a dog, please don't ever torture your dog. Oh don't God. ever. But it's, like, when you have a, like, some people, when they have a dog, they, like, you know, like, they'll, like, yell at them. They'll, like, punish them. They'll, like, be, like, oh. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I don't have a dog, and I hope nobody treats their dog this way. I'm saying, like, some people are very, like, they do not deserve to own a pet, or yeah. in this case, a dog. But it's like, I'm saying, Polonius has this ownership. Like, it's like his dog. Like, oh, you can't, don't do this. She won't do it. She's like, oh, like, sit. No, you know what I mean? And it's like, in this place, it's like, oh, Ophelia, you you're you and Hamlet? <laughs> yeah, go go go. Like fight and stuff. Anywho. <laughs> yes. Uh, what? I'm just agreeing. <laughs> oh sorry about that. Okay, well let's move on to our last one. That, how cruelty functions in the work as a whole and what the cruelty reveals about the perpetrator or the victim. Uh, so we chose Hamlin and Claudius for 
and how throughout the play, Hannah's overcoming this grief and misery, like like we said. Claudia has caused so much misery for Hamlet throughout the entire play, and Claudius literally could. Yeah, one of my favorite things is just like Hamlet literally just getting a little smooched to Claudius, <laughs> and Claudius is just like, "Give also." Like, I don't know. Like, it's just... I mean, I like, like, from just his father. Oh, your dad's dead. You know? Move on. Yeah. So... Like, obviously, this made Hamlet, like, want to do something to Claudius. But because the ghost visited him, he was like, Oh my god, I should kill him. But I don't know how... And this didn't actually happen until he finally got inspiration from the soldiers. And she was yep. like, I'm gonna kill him! Yay! I, and now, he literally is like, I will sacrifice my life for my family. It's like, he's gonna say, he wants to save, like, his father. Like, right. not, not really save, but, you and know, get revenge. Yeah. And to save his mom from this, like, relationship. Which he wasn't able to do. Claudius ended up killing her. Yeah, Claudius killed... Connie's killed uh, he, Gertrude with yeah. poison as well. He's just like, don't drink that. And she's like, what? Mm-hmm. He could have tried harder. He actually did. He could, yeah, he he just stood there. He just could have, he could have knocked the drink out of her hand. Or like, he could have been like, don't drink that. There's poison in that cup. Yeah, it just goes to show how much Claudius only cared about himself and the crown and all the power that he could possibly have. Yeah. So, overall. What is that? What do you mean? Oh, never mind. I'm hearing stuff in the background. Sorry. That's okay. And then... I don't know. This question is... Broad answer, but it's also... That's how we have to answer this question, because... That is the main idea of it, and you can't really just go off of that. So it's like... Yeah, the cruelty of Claudius, just... And the cruelty of just this revenge that... This mission that... Claudia, uh, sorry, Hamlet is... The motivation that he finally gets from the soldiers' field, like, we said, like Rachel said, it's just... That's... Yeah, like you see his just grow and grow and grow until it finally bursts. He, yeah, he finally is like, oh my gosh, I can actually do something with this hatred, not just have to sit back. Yeah, he he likes to talk about how if he doesn't use his um actions for violence, they're completely useless. Yeah. yeah, that was, yeah, it's that the, was the bloody yeah. one. Yeah. yeah, if my thoughts, it was like if my thoughts are not like violent, then they're useless. Yeah, yeah. If, if my thoughts may not bloody, uh, they, then they are worthless. Yes, it's like oh, if he doesn't take action now, he there's he nobody else knows nobody, this yeah, other than knows. what Horatio. I think Horatio yeah. knows, but other than that, nobody knows. Then there, there's no point. Like mm. oh, his dad, his dad, his nobody dad, knows. Yeah. And that's it. Like, nothing else. But now, it's like, he did something. And his dad was avenged, finally. Yep. Anyway. 
Other than that, Riley, you have anything else to add? Um, I'm just trying to find a good quote. I don't know. It seems the cruelty of Hamlet and um, Claudius more like came from his childhood trauma. And um, the cruelty also came from inspiration from the apparition he saw as well, which was claiming to be and look like his father saying that Claudius was the one who killed him which is true from we know yep, from context. Yeah, yeah. and he was just at, the, at that moment in time he was very confused and once he figured out that it was true and he was like wondering why the apparition would speak such evil and pretend to be his father <laughs> okay sorry that's the bell Okay. Well, if I don't think there's any. Yeah. We did oh, that concludes this episode three. Episode three Hamlet. <laughs> the Yay. podcast between Rachel, Leela, and Rob. Hope you guys have. See you next time. Bye bye.